Hi, welcome to the GC Wesley podcast. My name is Morgan and I am on staff with GC Wesley. If you're not familiar with what GC Wesley is, we are a campus ministry on the Georgia College campus. We will be talking about what life looks like living on the college campus. We'll talk about the Bible some and we'll also talk about current events. And we are so glad that you can join us. Okay, so silence and solitude is what we will be talking about in this Mm. episode. And I feel like silence and solitude is something that just as an overall culture, I feel like we fail at. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's hard to be good at silence. Yeah, (laughs) like we... We just have, I've never prioritized it um, just growing up. So I feel like silence and solitude is a spiritual rhythm. It is one that you have to truly practice at and continue to show up for it and continue to make yourself available for it. And, um, And when I say available, I mean mind heart and spirit available mm. and I'm um, not just sitting in the silence thinking about my to-do list. I'm sitting in the silence, opening myself, silencing the noise of my flesh, of my world, so that I am able to hear the Lord's voice more just yeah. for as it is. Yeah. Why would anyone ever want to dive into silence and solitude. Why is that important? Yeah. It can feel a little insane at first because you're like, what am I doing in this silent room by myself? Especially because sometimes the first thoughts that comes to our, come to our mind are our fears or our anxieties, our worries, our insecurities, um, all those really unwelcome thoughts that we um, just don't want to deal with, right? Sure. But... It's actually in that place of embracing that loneliness that we're able to enter into communion with God, who is the only one that can ultimately satisfy that loneliness and longing. Mm -hmm. So the counterintuitive thing about solitude is what sounds like the loneliest activity on earth is actually the only place where your loneliness can get some relief. Mm. And it's, like I said, so counterintuitive, right? We don't believe it, but... I heard this amazing quote that Mm -hmm. I am so into. So Mother Teresa was being interviewed by Dan Rather, who is this news anchor. And Dan asked Mother Teresa, so what do you say when you pray? Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, I don't say anything. I listen. (laughs) And then he said, okay, Mother Teresa, so what does God say to you when you pray? And she said, nothing. He listens. Mm. And if you can't understand that, then I can't explain it to you, Mm. which is so much what solitude is, right? And um, if you've ever read Ruth Haley Barton's book, Sacred Rhythm, she talks about how our soul is kind of like a deer that's too timid to come out if there's Mm. a bunch of crashing through the woods going on. But when you get still, um, sometimes 
your desires come up, which is one of my favorite things about solitude. I could mm-hmm. rave about solitude. I've had several kind of radical solitude experiences. Yeah. Um, if you like talking about that, we should get coffee. <laughs> um, but I love solitude because um, your desires come to the surface mm-hmm. and a really mature act is being able to know what you want and name it in the presence of Christ. Yeah. And I feel like there are moments where either I enter into a time of solitude or silence and I'm seeking answers. And we've discussed before that the Lord, his promise is his presence and the significance of his presence will far exceed any any question, any answer that I'm seeking from him. So I think that's great. Do you feel like, how do you feel like you're able to silence the noise? Like I've read um, uh, Pete, I'm going to butcher his last name, from Eat Emotional Healthy Spirituality. Pete Scazzaro. Scazzaro. You got it. He has had moments of silence and solitude in the middle of Times Square. And you're like, what, Pete? That's <laughs> that's the most noisy place I can think of. Um, so how do you feel like if silencing this noise that we do know exists... How do you feel like that's something that you're able to move through and silence that noise, turn it off in your mind? Yeah. I think I give myself permission not to worry about it right now. So a lot of times if I really want to engage in a time of silence and solitude, I'll keep a pen and paper nearby. Preferably not my phone because if I go to take a note on my phone, then that's a rabbit hole. But if something comes to my mind, and things will come to your mind, if you try to practice silence and solitude, Things will come to your mind that you feel like you must do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember where or what the specific quote was, but I read an author before saying that it's your job to turn away every pesky visitor at the door when you're trying to practice silence and solitude, basically at the door of your mind, and essentially send all of them away and say, just come back later. Yeah. Because to think that they won't come will lead you to failure because you'll be sitting there and then suddenly you're distracted and Mm -hmm. you're thinking about other stuff and you're making your grocery list and then you're like oh I failed at silence and solitude no 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 you're doing it right you just got to send those thoughts away and say I'll I'll come back to you just wait yeah just (laughs) wait at the door you sit out here just sit out here (laughs) yes silence and solitude well although they may seem scary they may seem intimidating they are actually the exact opposite of that and can be so powerful for your soul, so powerful in the way that you perceive the Lord. And I think we just have to prioritize them, even if they may seem hard. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. For more information about GC Wesley, visit georgiacollegewesley.org or follow us on Instagram at GC Wesley.